scrub is a guy that thinks he's flying this also known as a buster always talking about what he wants and just sits on his broke ass so no This is what Debo's playing in his uh, in his Bronco right now, whatever car he drives. He's probably playing TLC's No Scrubs. Classic, classic 90s song. I'm 24. This is my podcast, 24's podcast, the best video gaming and sports podcast on the entire internet. My apologies for hitting my microphone. He's like, I'm tired of, be- of getting passes thrown to me by Jimmy Garoppolo and then by Trey Lance. I'm sick of this. I want out. I want out. What he's saying, he... Probably will not have that come to fruition here in a couple of minutes. Uh, we'll talk about today Debo Samuel and the uh, the interesting kind of situation coming out of San Francisco. And we will also talk about the NFC West draft needs and AFC West draft needs. Ladies and gentlemen, interesting podcast coming up for you right here. 24th podcast. minute song i'm like it could probably do, be a two minute song <laughs> i'm like i was surprised that i'm like it's a four minute song i'm like why is this song a four minute song like four minutes i'm like essentially you've heard the best of the song with you've heard the song in 30 seconds i'm like 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 come on like this song does not need to be four minutes so i'll get into the meat and the potatoes of it I'm on Twitter a couple of hours ago. I was like, um, you know, uh, like, let me like, like I see Debo's name trending and I, and it's always trending by the way, if you're on sports Twitter, uh, his name is always trending. And so I'm like, okay, let me see what's up. And his name is trending because apparently according to Adam Schefter, uh, Debo does not want the contract and he wants out. Apparently that's it. Now, first and foremost, let me just clarify this. Uh, this is Adam Schefter, who I don't trust whatsoever. I, I don't care how big he is. I don't care. You know, I don't, I don't care about any of that stuff. I'm, I'm not an Adam Schefter guy. I've been pretty consistent on saying how much I disdain him and how I, I don't like him as a, uh, as an analyst as an insider, whatever you want to call him. And I'm like, nope, sorry. Um, not really, he's not really a reliable source, I would say. I would say. So, 
he talks about it and then i get like all of these different reports and then i get this guy i don't know like sports illustrated is all over it a lot of people are all over it i don't know what the fuck what is going i don't know what is going on but like top of my timeline I get multiple different, I mean, I get so, there's so many people. Like, a stupid amount of people that are like talking about this with blue check marks, and I can't figure out who's lying and who's telling me the truth. I, I, I just can't. But I'll just give you my perspective on it, and I'll just give you the news as best as I can see it, as filtered as I possibly, as I will try to filter the truth as best as I possibly can. TLDR, Debo Samuel potentially may not be a San Francisco 49er. That's all I know. Everything else is up in, in, in the air. Whether he wants to be a 49er or not, I don't know at this point. There's way too much bad information from... There's, made too, there's way too much information from people who I don't know or who I don't trust. And when I don't know you and when I don't trust you, I'm not going to go out on a limb just to try and break a story that literally I can break tomorrow or the next day or the next day. Not going to do it. Not going to get okie doped here. That's not what 24 does. However, I think I said it yesterday or Friday or Thursday or Wednesday of last week. I said it recently where I was like, look, if I was the, f I think I talked about it last, last night with Terry McLaurin, AJ Brown and Depot Samuel all like, hey, we want new contracts. Their respect football team like, you're not getting a new contract. So AJ Brown scrubbed his Twitter and Instagram. Terry McLaurin's pissed off. You got Debo Samuel. Now he's like, he's not coming to voluntary workouts. He's like, I want a new contract. And if I don't want to get I don't get a new contract. I want out. All these wide receivers are trying to get paid. Do you want to know why? They just saw Christian Kirk. And it all started with Christian Kirk getting 18 point million from the Jacksonville Jaguars. Smack Doug Peterson and, the, and Trent Baalke because they're morons. It's their fault that the wide receiver market is so freaking expensive nowadays. But Devontae Adams got paid. Tyreek Hill got paid. Stephon Diggs, he got a six-year big bona fide contract. He just got paid again. All these wide receivers just got paid. And so now you look at, for example, a guy like A.J. Brown, Debo, Terry, they're like, well, we, we want to cash in this offseason. Shoot, this sounds pretty good. And they're seeing Tyreek and Devontae get traded. Now, are they as good as those wide receivers? In my opinion, no. But they have a point where they're like, there's markets out there for wide receivers. And in the case of Debo Samuel, I remember I was watching, I don't know who I was watching, but I was watching somebody and like they were like, pfft. Well, the 49ers, they can, I mean, they can just get by with that Debo Samuel. I'm like, what? 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 Let, let me read you off his statistics for last year. 77 receptions. Everybody's like, I thought, like one guy was like, well, he's not a 100 reception guy. Shut up. You didn't let me finish. 1,400 yards. 77 receptions, 1,400 yards, 
That amounts to 18.2 yards per catch, which is one of the highest yards per catch ratios in the NFL. 1,400-yard guy, 18.2 yards per catch, and then his touchdowns aren't half bad either. They're six. Six touchdowns, 1,400 yards. Insanely productive, insanely good wide receiver, and people are like, (laughs) he's not important or intrinsic to the San Francisco 49ers. I say he is. Doesn't matter how good your scheme is. I've seen it with, now, I mean, now I've seen it with everybody. I've seen it with all the greats. I've seen it with Phil Jackson. I've seen it with Bill Belichick. I've seen it with Greg Popovich. As great and as indomitable as those head coaches are, it does not matter. If they don't have players, it doesn't matter. They can't play. They can't win games. Bill Belichick, as soon as Tom Brady left, first time in 20 years the Patriots did not have a season where they won 10 or more games. Tim Duncan, Manu Ginobili, Tony Parker, ever since all those guys left, the San Antonio Spurs have not been the same. I don't want to talk about it. I'm a San Antonio Spurs fan. It makes me cry just thinking. I'm so sad. I don't want to talk about it. Don't want to talk about it. But Greg Popovich, Bill Belichick, they're great football players. They leave. They're not competing in Super Bowls or NBA Finals. They're barely scraping to make it to the playoffs. Okay? And every single time, love Kyle Shanahan. Every single time Kyle Shanahan, you know, is somewhere, whether it's Atlanta or now it's here. In San Francisco, he always has a great guy. Always have a great wide receiver to make his talents be known. Julio Jones, now Debo. You're telling me that their plan is probably to get rid of Debo Samuel or that they don't need Debo Samuel? And what's who's their, who's their other guy? Brandon Ayuk? Like, everybody wants to be like, well, Debo Samuel plays a, uh, plays a very... By the way, Brandon Ayuk also had a nice couple of seasons. Don't get me wrong. But he's not the guy. He doesn't fit the scheme the same way that Debo does. Isn't Debo like two twenty? Yeah, he's two. He's two sixteen. He's. I mean, I mean, he rates two sixteen according to Google. He's two twenty. He's six foot tall, two twenty. People are like, why does he? Why? What? Like, like why is why is he running over people? He's Ezekiel Elliott's weight. Like Ezekiel Elliott was like maybe two twenty five last season. Debo's two twenty. More likely than not, he's two sixteen, quote unquote. He's 220. I'm like, he looked 220. So essentially, he's a running back playing wide receiver. Oh, and he's one of the best when it comes to just route running, speed, athleticism, strength, violence, everything. He's great. He's great. People want to tell me that Debo isn't a guy, isn't one of the best guys. Let me help you out if you're a San Francisco 49ers fan. And again, I don't know the reasonings. I'm not going to try and guess the reasonings. All I'm going to tell you is this. Don't be surprised if Debo gets moved within the next couple of of days to really in the next week. Do you want to know why? Draft is coming up and the 49ers don't have a first round draft pick. 
And let me tell you something. Let me tell you something right now. The 49ers, they, A, cannot pay Debo Samuel. I don't know why I keep hearing, like, I keep hearing that, like, the 49ers, they want to give him the contract, but they can't give him the contract. I don't know if that's true or not. All I know is this. They don't have enough, like, if first and foremost, they'd be stupid to not pay Nick Bosa before they paid Debo. They're both up for contracts this offseason, and Nick Bosa is, like, their most important player on defense. They need him. They need Nick Bosa. And it's like, they can't pay, they they will try to pay Nick Bosa more likely than not, hopefully this offseason. Otherwise, they are in big, 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 big trouble. Weigh his fifth-year option, move on. Like, you need to pay Nick Bosa, but they don't have the money for it. They need to pay, they need to pay um, Debo, but they don't have the money for it. And they're going to, they're going to cut freaking costs like everybody wants to talk about and tell me oh my god Dak Prescott's contract was so freaking terrible and I said like years ago I was like I hate the Jimmy Garoppolo contract and as I was like going through the I was like instantaneously reacting I was like if if this is true and that and Debo wants out and he's frustrated with the 49ers again I don't know how much is true but I'm like this is bad for the 49ers and I was like this is but I don't know if that's true. What I do know is true is that he could potentially be moved in the next couple of days. And the thing about Debo that I want to hyper-focus on during this podcast isn't even Debo, or not even the thing, I want to hyper-focus on the 49ers, right? Because the 49ers, right, have kind of been a disaster over the last year. Right? The drafting of Trey Lance... Terrible pick. The contract of Jimmy Garoppolo, terrible job. The inability now to get rid of Jimmy Garoppolo. Folks, this is not a good look for the 49ers, right? And Jimmy kind of screwed the pooch if he wanted to be moved. I don't think he wants to be moved. And this and everybody... It annoys me, the conversation surrounding Jimmy Garoppolo, because everybody wants to try and tell me that they can just move off of Jimmy Garoppolo when some quarterback gets hurt. And I'm like, what quarterback will get hurt in training camp that a football team is like, you know what? I want to trade for Jimmy Garoppolo when I'm like, like, like he's, he's, he's Baker Mayfield. He comes with an excessive amount of baggage. Except Baker's baggage is that he may not, he's not a good quarterback. Jimmy Garoppolo is like below average to average at best. And Jimmy Garoppolo on a loaded freaking 49ers football team cannot freaking figure out a way to win the Super Bowl when he has one of the best offensive minds in the freaking football league and all this other good stuff. Do you want to know what I'm pissed? I'm deuced up about Jimmy Garoppolo and 49 contract and all that good stuff. They freaking can't figure out Jimmy Garoppolo's shitty contract. And that has led them now to be able to be like, you know what? Well, we can't trade him. We can't release them quote-unquote we can't release them that'll make us look like idiots because they are idiots because they extended them and then they're like well we don't necessarily we can't necessarily move on from jimmy because potentially train lance isn't ready to play that's what it comes down to folks trey lance is not ready to play kyle shanahan is pissing himself in in 49ers land 
because he's like our guy our guy that we spent two first round draft picks on is not ready to play we still don't have a corner we may need to get another offensive lineman and now we may also need to get another wide receiver because we cannot pay Debo Samuel and Nick Bosa nobody wants Jimmy Garoppolo no quarterback this fantasy that a star quarterback will get hurt next season and then a team will trade multiple picks and take on Jimmy Garoppolo's shitty-ass contract is a fallacy. I don't know why people keep peddling that nonsense, but they do. It's ridiculous. And then people are like, well, what happens if Marcus Mariota for the Atlanta Falcons get hurt? Who cares? He stinks! And the Atlanta Falcons are going to be looking for quarterback in freaking C.J. Stroud or Bryce Young next season to begin with. Who cares about uh, about people that want that that are like, oh my god, oh my god, I'm scared, I'm scared about I like no, that's not gonna happen. A quarterback is not gonna get hurt in training camp, uh, and and a team will be like, you know who we need? We need Jimmy Garoppolo, who may or may not be throwing because he had surgery on his throwing shoulder literally in February. So guess what? He didn't tell the team that at all. So guess what? His trade his his freaking trade value. Freaking fell off the proverbial cliff. Nobody wants Jimmy Garoppolo. And here we are. Two months later. Week before the draft. Most important time of the year for GMs and executives outside of the offseason. And the 49ers are up the proverbial creek without a paddle. Debo Samuel wants out. Potentially. I don't know. Teams know it. Teams are probably going to be making some phone calls. And they should take them. Packers are like, we want Debo. 49ers are like, we're not 49ers. Kansas City's like, we're making a phone call for Debo. Baltimore should be making a fucking phone call because they don't have any wide receivers. But some of these teams are like, bro, uh, we kind of need a wide receiver. We're gonna we're gonna make some phone calls. I I, I just don't understand it. Like, the further and further they get away from that Super Bowl, the more worse and worse they look. Some people are going to tell me I'm overreacting. I'm like, they cannot extend two of their... Be- Let me, you're not getting it. You're not getting it. For everybody out there that's like, like you're overreacting, 24. Bro, I'm, I'll pull up their salary cap right now on overthecap.com. They have $1 million in available cap space. Nick Bosa is going to be, he's a $100 million football player. He is going to cost them probably somewhere close to $30 million annually. They have $1 million in available cap space this season. Next season, they have, in available cap space, they have $60 million. They cannot extend him this year. They cannot. They can extend him next year. They cannot extend him this year. They cannot extend Debo this year. I don't understand it. I don't understand it. 
They paid Fred Warner. Yeah, they did. He's 18 mil. Like, they paid Fred Warner, didn't they? Yeah, that's it. Oh, God. Isn't it Brandon Ayuk's third season this year? Yeah, he's coming up. I, I just don't understand it. Do you see the problem? I don't know. I just don't I, don't, I don't like what they're doing. I don't like what they're doing. Dude, hold on, time out, time out. I just realized this. They can't pay their, their rookie class. They have 1 million against the cap this year. That's like, it's nowhere near the amount of money that they need to pay their rookie class. Oh my god. Oh god. 49ers are screwed. They don't have a quarterback. They may lose their star wide receiver. George Kittle, how hurt was he last year? Like every single year. I remember Colin Cowherd and somebody else was like one of his like guys at the volume. They were talking about George Kittle and how he's like injury prone. And George is definitely injury prone at this point in his career, which kind of sucks. Because he's awesome. But it's like... I don't know. George Kittle, the investment that they made in Kittle, it's not that it's not paying dividends. It's like... It's more specifically George Kittle is just freaking hurt all the time. How much money is he making? He's making $7 million annually? This year, I don't know when he got extended, but he got extended recently where it's just like 2023, it's 18 million. And then 2024, it's like 20 million. And then it like balloons all the way up to like, yeah, I mean, it's ballooned up to like 20 million in 2024. That's the highest he's ever going to get paid. It's going to make apparently like, I don't know, like somewhere close to like 70 million over the next couple of years. I don't know. Then he'll probably finish out his career being a 49er because he's like, he's going to be 33 when his contract with the Niners is up. I don't know. 49ers to me are just like, I don't like their quarterback. I don't like how uh, their wide receiving core and their class is just like, is essentially just non-existent now. Without Debo. And he's, he's easily more important than Brandon. I'm like, are you guys seriously going to trade Brandon? Or not Brandon, but Debo? And lie to yourselves and be like, Brandon's going to take over? Or, like, that's what we're doing? Okay. Okay. Right. Um, Let's transition here. So, AFC West versus NFC West. I was going to do the AFC North versus the NFC North when it comes to draft needs. Just because I was like, I uh, I saw like Justin Fields' press conference today and I was like, well, I, I saw his press conference today and I was like, let me just, <laughs> let me like talk about it. But then I was just like, eh, it's kind of hit on 
the AFC North versus or the AFC West versus the the NFC West, and then we'll do AFC North versus NFC North maybe tomorrow, unless something in the South comp divisions happen. We'll see what happens, but AFC West versus NFC West. Let's start off with the NFC and let's just start off with the big boy. Start off with the 49ers. 49ers are, I mean, they need, they're like, they're a loaded football team, right? They have a great offensive line, an awesome running game. A lot of their offense is predicated off of Sean McVay, or not Sean McVay, but Kyle Shanahan. They have George Kittle, the tight end, and they have a bajillion wide receivers in Brandon Ayuk and Debo Samuel right now. But the way things are going, Debo could be gone by the weekend. For me, the 49ers, they still need another corner. They don't have a corner. Like Josh Allen was not like terrible last season for them. Specifically with what he, they asked him to do. But they need like an actual corner, which they've kind of struggled with ever since Richard Sherman left. They need another corner. They potentially need another safety. And they also potentially need another wide receiver. And they potentially also need another quarterback, depending on like how Trey Lance actually plays. And again, like for everybody out there, that's like <laughs> the, uh, the 49ers, they love having like two quarterbacks on their team. They hate it. They're like, we, we when, if we have two quote unquote quarterbacks, we have zero. We have none. It, like, it's just that simple. They don't have anybody. If they were really this excited for both these guys, uh, like, like not even if like, it's not even a hypothetical. It's like, like the whole p point of the position isn't that you play two players, two quarterbacks at the exact same time. You play one. You just get on with it. Like they use Trey Lance in like very, very obvious ways for like a couple of sequences to show people like, hey, like we didn't waste a pick on him. And hey, he kind of gets some game reps or whatever. But for like the actual most part, like those gimmick red zone plays where they're like, hey, we're going to put in Trey Lance. Like that, that was few and far between. That was like window dressing. That wasn't something that Kyle Shanahan was like, yeah, th this is why we got him. So we can run the read option in the red zone with Trey Lance. Like there's so many better ways to essentially do the exact same thing. But people think that that's like, oh my gosh, that's, that's such smart football. I'm like, but, but yes, the 49ers once again could potentially trade Debo and on top of that, they also need potentially another quarterback. We'll see what happens. Seattle. Dear God Almighty, save them. I mean, I know it was Easter, and uh, I know that, um, you know, it was Passover as well. Holy smokes, pray, 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 pray for the Seattle Seahawks because, oh my God, they're going to need it. They are terrible. They are horrifying. Let me repeat that. They are horrifyingly bad. They need freaking wide receivers. They not wide receivers. They need everything but a wide receiver. They need a quarterback. They need running backs. They need a tight end, another one. They need offensive line help. They need corners. They have line linebackers. They are 
horrifyingly bad. Okay? Horrifyingly bad. Scary bad. Scary, 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 scary bad. And on top of that, they may have a coach who has no idea what he's doing. Like, they need a lot of stuff, and um, they're in a pretty freaking awesome and loaded division. Like, they, they just don't have the players that they need. It's very, very scary how bad they are as a football team. Seattle, um, I mean, I talked about it. I think I said, like, they're, what is it? They're like a, um, what is it? They're like an expansion team. And it's like, yeah, I like, they're an expansion team. They suck. They are garbage. I feel so bad for them because I'm like, there's, there's literally no reason to watch them play. There's none. There's zero. And people probably still will. We'll see what happens. I feel bad for Seattle Seahawks fans. Because it's like, literally, literally, they were like, they were like um, a, a, a deep playoff contender, a really, really awesome football team. Like, literally, um, like, literally, like, a couple of years ago. And then it's just like, now it's just like they're rebuilding. They're in a rebuild. It's just like, oh my God, they're terrible. God awful. Seattle, wow. Just garbage team. Garbage team. Rams are up next. Rams don't really need a whole lot as a football team. They they only really need another offensive lineman because of Andrew Whitworth's retirement. And um they also need like potentially an outside corner. They have a bajillion wide receivers. They have um, Allen Robinson, former Chicago Bear, stud, awesome player. He was just on a shitty ass football team. And then they um, they also freaking need. What else do they need? Offensively, not offensively, but as a football team, what else do they need? Sorry, I'm watching Georgia's. Um, what is what is it? Georgia's spring game. I didn't realize that. I, I always love watching spring games. Okay. And I always like forget that. Oh, okay. I have something to actually watch tomorrow. I'm like, I'm watching like, uh, I was like, oh yeah. Like I got to talk about this for a couple of minutes. Cause I've been watching this and it's been like uberly distracting me. I love watching certain teams. Spring games. I think spring football uh, not USFL. I ironically enough, this is the ironic thing. Spring football for colleges significantly better coached, specifically when it comes to Alabama and even like Georgia, as I'm watching it. Georgia and Alabama's spring games are better than the USFL games. But like that's how absurdly bad the USFL is as a um as a as a conference. It's why I'm like, I'm not super invested in it. Meanwhile, I'm like, let me just watch some Alabama and some Georgia. Because, uh, good God, they're significantly better coach and they have significantly better players, ironically enough, than the USFL. So I'm like, oh, I got four hours of football to watch tomorrow. I'm excited. And then, dear God, what a terrible, maybe not a terrible night for sports. 
Oh my God. I don't know why the NBA scheduled the, uh, the Boston Celtics versus the, um, the freaking Brooklyn Nets thing. Um, the game, I don't know why they scheduled that. So, um, like three days, um, after it played because I like everybody knows about Kyrie Irving, like flicking off the, uh, the Boston Celtics, uh, fans or whatever. Uh, so like in, and then the game ended 114, 115 with like a Jason Tatum basket and everybody's and, and all the Celtics fans were like, haha, Kyrie Irving sucks. And the Boston Celtics did Ramadan Kyrie Irving. I've been wanting to talk about for the last couple of days, Ramadan Kyrie Irving. is just freaking popped off. He just got like, I mean, he got 39. Jesus Christ. Absolutely lethal. Had the game ending bucket. And then freaking, they can't play defense for like five seconds. But thank God, the game is on tomorrow or technically today because it is today. Game's on tomorrow at seven. And then for some weird reason, it's on again. They take a three day hiatus again. And it's on Saturday. It's on Saturday. And um, freaking oh, at like six thirty again, and then the dates, the uh, the times aren't like low, aren't like one hundred percent, but they're gonna play from Saturday to Monday and then Wednesday. And it's like, if you want my honest opinion about it, I think the Nets will probably take the next four, four out of four, to four out of five. I think it's just a reverse sweep almost. We're just like, oh, we just lost one game. Now we're gonna sweep you. Because I'm like, Kevin Durant didn't play well. I don't know when Ben Simmons is coming back. He probably, to be honest with you, won't be back this series to potentially even this season. He's probably going to have to come off the bench. And then it's just like, at what point is a ball distributing, like, forward who can't shoot, what, like, what's the point of him at that point, in my opinion? God, man. Holy smokes. I got to talk about this. I, again, I've been watching Georgia's Pro Day. They have the black team. They have a massive, absolute massive guard. 73. He's their left guard. He's going up against... So, by the way, just just so you have the up and up on Georgia this year, right? Because everybody, everybody does. I'm watching 73 just have one of the worst wet reps I've seen all doggone day. They've been just throwing the shit out of the ball. Stetson Bennett, right? That's what his name is, Stetson Bennett. Like, I'm watching Georgia now, and I'm watching Stetson Bennett play, and I'm like, how the fuck did they beat Alabama in the natty? Roll how did they beat this guy? But then it's like, I'm watching this, this big boy, 88, everybody, every, let me tell you something. Everybody's talking about Jordan Davis. I got to talk about Georgia. Now everybody's talking about this guy, Jordan Davis. This guy, 88 is better than Jordan Davis. And he is a freaking monster. Like if Freddy Cougar, Jason, the aliens from the Sigourney Reaver movies, the Predator and Pennywise, if they all had some sadistic orgy 
and out came a devil baby. That's 88 for Georgia. Monster. Monster. Okay, and I'm like, I'm watching him play, and I'm like, I, again, I want like this is my first, this is my first sequence of Georgia football. I'm really interested. Georgia football. They got like Georgia. They're not gonna win the natty. Alabama is pissed off. They're fierce. They're violent. They're ticked off. They're juiced up. Juiced up. Pissed off. Juiced up. Okay. They want revenge. They were embarrassed. Nick Saban wants revenge. He's juiced up. Greatest of all time. Not even close. Not even close. And, um, God, man. But Georgia, let me tell you something. Georgia has some really fucking awesome players. Watching their offense last year. Okay. Love George Pickens out of, out, not Alabama, out of Georgia, right? Love George Pickens. Okay. You know, I'll talk about, I'll, I'll actually, because I'm watching it in the third quarter, but I'm like, I'm so interested in Georgia and Alabama, in both teams, because Georgia, check this out. They have this guy. I think he's 80. He's the tight end, big white guy. 80 or 88. They have two 88s. One's on defense, one's on offense. The 88 or 80 on offense is like potentially the best. He's going to come out and he's going to be like a top 10 pick, top 15 pick as a tight end. He is a stud. Absolute stud. Okay. 88. I know who he is. He's a defensive tackle. Big ass guy. Stud. Not, he's not a stud. Monster. Monster. Again, if all of those 1980, 1970 classic horror movie villains had a, some type of an orgy and a monster devil baby came out, that's 88 for Georgia on defense, okay? Monster! Okay? I'm getting a commercial right now. I can't. I can't see if uh, I can't see what's going on, but let me tell you something right now. I'm very, I'm very excited to watch Georgia's spring game. I'm more excited to watch Georgia's spring game than actual spring football with the USFL. They got all the girls and the, they got students in the freaking, they got, I mean, let me tell you something. They got some, they got some thick girls. They got, well, I'm like, those Georgia girls are eating cornbread and collard greens. Let me tell you something. Those girls doggone in the, those like those I don't know what they are and those shoulder pad with spikes on. Like I don't know what's I don't I, I don't want to watch the red offense. I want to watch the black offense against the red defense. They got this kid 14, Gunner Stockton. Apparently he's the number five dual threat quarterback in the class of 2022. Freshman, he's 210? 210 looks a little bit light in the ass if I'm going to be honest with you. Like he looks, he looks like he's 18 years old. You know how he like looks, you know how like when you, you know, like, I mean, I have a lot of like, like, um, like uh, cousins that are like, who just graduated college. They're about to finish their freshman year of college, not graduated college, graduated high school. Like they're not adults, they're children. 
you know, they're like in between that phase of like being an adult and being a child. That's kind of what this guy looks like where I'm like, oh yeah, he's not an adult, he's a child. And there's N'Kobe Dean, who's like a week before, he's, a, who's, I don't know when this was taken, but he's there. He was at the, um, at the, damn, damn, N'Kobe Dean is short. <laughs> I'm like, he's barely taller than the girl that's interviewing him. I'm like, damn, Nicobe Dean. I love Nicobe Dean. I love Nicobe Dean. He's, he's short. And you know what? So am I. Short guys, we got to stick together. But I was like, damn, Nicobe Dean is short. Love, love me some Nicobe Dean. Shout out to Nicobe Dean. I'm like, he's short. Nothing wrong with being short, okay? You know? Somebody reclines in a seat and you're in a car, you're riding in the back seat, they recline your, your chair, you're not uncomfortable. Other people are uncomfortable, tall guys are uncomfortable, I'm not claustrophobic, I'm short. Person in the airline, they recline their seat. People complain, they kick your seat, I don't kick your seat. Wanna know why? Cause I'm five foot seven. What's up? I'm five foot seven, I'm short ass. What's up? What's good? Not a big guy, I don't have to eat a lot. Kobe Dean, he's in the same boat. He's like, I'm a short ass. Somebody reclines in their seat. I'm straight. I'm cool with the game. Damn, that girl. That girl in that freaking Red Raiders, whatever. Those sh those spiked shoulder pads. She's cries. Sorry, I got distracted. My OCD, like, is on the fritz. It is just... I mean, it goes everywhere. I'm like, we were talking about Rams needs and then we went to basketball and then I was like, let me let me look at some stuff. And then I was like, oh yeah, the, the Georgia game is, the Georgia thing is on. And I was just like, well, let me, let me check this out. Georgia's spring game is on. Then I was like, let me look at this. I do want to watch some snaps. I do want to, I was, I was like, I was lightly watching some snaps and then I was like, let me, let me heavily, let me active watch some snaps. I'll, I'll have my iPad front and center. They're, they're, they're punting away because the freshman can't freaking drive the ball down the football field. They can't have a consistent drive. Stetson Bennett, we go to commercial break. Stetson Bennett, about to come out, oh, back on the football field. About to come on, back on football field. I sound like, I, I sound like uh, C-Mac. C-Mac the Lope, Crip Mac the Lope. Sorry. Anyways, what was I talking about? Hold on. I had to plug my computer from its charger. Anyways, got a lot of, Georgia has a lot of great prospects. I'm so interested to see how Bryce Young is going to play. I'm really, really great. Listen, spring football, some people are like, it doesn't matter. Da, 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 da. Hold on. I got I to gotta record more spring football. Give me like two seconds. I'm on the SEC's, I'm on the SEC's channel. I already got Georgia. I already got Alabama. You know, I'm going to watch Florida's spring game. I hate Florida. I think Florida's an overrated football program. But I'm like, let me, let me watch a little bit of Florida. I'm like Vanderbilt. Not a big Vanderbilt guy. I hate Vanderbilt. I'm like, let me watch Vanderbilt. In Arkansas, they have their 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 spring game. I'm like, I don't like Arkansas. Let me get Arkansas's uh, Arkansas's whatever. Paul Feinbro's show is four hours young. Disgusting. South Carolina. 
They have their spring game. They have Spencer Rattler out there. Spencer Rattler, like a machine gun, freaking firing off torpedoes, firing off just shots. Like, I want to watch Spencer Rattler out there. I'm excited. I'm so excited to not watch the USFL. God, today, tomorrow, I mean, I, I'm, I'm, how fun is it to be me, right? Kendrick Lamar yesterday released his album. Nothing came on today. And then tomorrow, I got like five or six spring football games. I'm going to watch every single second of it. I'm going to wake up and it's like Christmas all over again. Moon Knight is supposed to come on. I'm very excited for tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen. Then I got in the late in the afternoon. I got Brooklyn versus. I got Brooklyn versus the Celtics. Kyrie Irving, my my freaking supplements are falling off my desk. Oh, oh. Let me get them right now. Oh, oh. oh, sorry about that. Spring football's in full. And back to my rant. Spring football's in full effect. I got Kyrie Irving probably going on tomorrow. Probably popping off in Boston with Kevin Durant and the Brooklyn Nats. And then I got the Dodgers, Dodgers potentially playing tomorrow. I can't wait to see what's going on with Dodgers. Alabama. I'm going to wake up to Alabama. I'm going to wake up to Georgia. I'm going to wake up to all these great football programs playing football. I got my iPad next to me. I'm going to actively watch fully recline in my lazy boy. And I'm going to have a lot of fun. Hold on. Here we go. They're showing me Georgia's. I'll commentate a little bit over it. They pulled, they, okay, so they just pulled Stetson Bennett and they put in a quarterback with uh, some long ass hair. Did they also take out the defense? Did they take out the defense? Put in some kid with, with a lot of hair. I don't know what he's, I don't know what's going on. All I care about is, is Big 88 on this doggone football field? No, because they're like, well, let's keep on putting in the shitty red offense because. You know, you know, apparently they just didn't get enough ass whooping already. Apparently they just didn't get their asses whooped more. So we just got to put in the more shitty red football players. Sorry, they're teenagers. Huh? I'm like, let me throw, reel back on my fastball. Sorry, they're teenagers. Gotta, gotta lay it back. I just want to see my, my guy, big 88. I want to see 88. I want to see Dets, Stetson Bennett throw it around. Every single time I watch Stetson Bennett throw it, I'm just like, damn it, how... How did Bryce Young lose to him? And then I remember all those great football players on Georgia's defense. I'm like, sweet baby Jesus. I'm like, that's how he lost. Anyways. My guys aren't playing, so I... I don't really want to watch this. Anyways, um, <clears throat> let's talk about, so we talked, so all this essentially got bogged down and boiled down to, well, I'm, or all this started as, was essentially me being like super, super distracted by Georgia versus Alabama, or not Georgia versus Alabama, excuse me, but by the Boston Celtics versus the Brooklyn Nets. Can't wait for it tomorrow. Can't wait for Georgia. I got super sidetracked. I apologize. But um, we were finishing off the podcast. I don't know if you remember, but I remember because I have my notes next to me. We were trying to finish off the podcast 
We were trying to talk about the NFC West versus the AFC West. We were trying to talk about all these football teams that um, that are in their draft needs and things of that nature. Right? So in the case of the Cardinals, for example, the Cardinals, and I wrote this down in my notes. I was like, essentially, they're the Seattle Seahawks, right? There's, they're the Seattle Seahawks in the sense of when it comes to their draft needs and the players that they probably want to ac- uh, you know, uh, acquiesce and not acquiesce, that they, I think that means like give up. But they want to you know, acquire, there you go. Like when it comes to the players that they want to acquire, I, I apologize. I got to reel myself in and you as the viewer back in. I got to reel us both in because I got super distracted. I don't want to, I don't want to go down the pathway again, but Georgia versus Alabama, all these good football programs, spring football, Brooklyn Nets, Boston Celtics, a lot of good, a lot of good sports coming on. Sorry, Formula One back this weekend, Sunday. I'm again, fully reclined in my lazy boy. You want to watch Lewis Hamilton and Mercedes try to gain some freaking points. Sorry, got a little bit distracted again. Cardinals, they have so many needs. They're going to have to freaking figure out something. Everybody's like, Arizona's a great football program. Oh, my God, Arizona. Kyler Murray's the problem. Kyler Murray's the issue. Kyler Murray is the problem, right? And then it's like people, uh, they need another running back. They got to get another wide receiver. They don't have one. They, excuse me, only have one. A.J. Green is a, is a cold, already dead body. They need another one. DeAndre Hopkins cannot be the only wide receiver. Teams will just start to double team him and say, say goodbye. Say goodbye. To DeAndre Hopkins, you won't have anybody left. They need another wide receiver, potentially somebody that can get open for Kyler Murray. They need also another offensive lineman because sweet baby Jesus, Kyler, I'm sick and tired of seeing Kyler Murray run for his freaking life. Okay, They also need an additional tight end, defensive line, edge rusher as well. They just lost Chandler Jones. They need an additional defensive tackle as well. They still haven't fixed that position. What about corner? You like corner? They need a freaking corner. And uh, Potentially, hey, if you have the time, why don't you also help out your freaking safety position by getting a deep safety? Oh, wait, I thought that was supposed to be Isaiah Simmons. Nope, now he plays linebacker. Oh, wait, I thought Xavier Collins was supposed to help out with your pass rush. Oh, no, now he's just playing exclusively in linebacker position. But excuse me, he's also now benched because you don't know how to freaking use him. And so now, as an Arizona Cardinal, you just need your freaking linebacker position to play better because sweet baby Jesus, they're playing like average level linebackers with an extraordinarily amount of talent. It's ridiculous. Then I always pose the question, who the hell is your number one wide receiver? Besides, who who else is on the team? Excuse me, not who's your number one wide receiver. Who's your offense? Who's your left tackle on Arizona? Exactly. Shut up. You don't know who he is. I don't know who he is. Nobody knows who he is. But for some weird reason, everybody wants to be like, oh my god, the Cardinals are in the right. Shut up. They're in the wrong. They're morons. Morons. Let me take a swig. My water here. And this number 30, this number 34, the red team, this running back, little guy, short guy, runs with enthusiasm, runs with power, runs with violence. I love it. I love it. I can't wait to watch the full game in context, in con, 
in the proper context, not even going to work out tomorrow. I'm like, I don't have time to work out. I'm tired. I'm going to wake up, wake up in the morning feeling like P. Diddy. Not going to work out tomorrow. I will watch football tomorrow. Technically today. I mean, doggone it. I'm going to wake up tomorrow morning. Do you want to know what I'm going to do? <laughs> I'm going to watch Moon Knight. That's what I'm going to do. Sorry. Um, let's move on to Kansas. I mean, I'm getting distracted all doggone day. All doggone day. Let's talk about the Kansas City uh, Chiefs and their draft needs. Kansas just lost a wide receiver. I didn't like how their offensive line played last, last season. It was a little bit more inconsistent than I would have expected it to be if i'm like 100 percent honest with you they need to get better at the offensive line and some stuff it's just like your play needs to get better you may not necessarily need to get better players i think i'm already i'm watching this it's doggone spring game let me tell you something i don't know who the hell this guy is for georgia number eight Wide receiver? I'm like, I don't know who the hell that is. Dominic Blaylock. Five receptions, 68 yards. This guy is freaking everywhere. Hold on. Blaylock, number eight. I already, that sounds like an NFL wide receiver's name. Blaylock. Like, I'm just watching him. He's bigger, he's stronger, he's faster. This had an awesome sideline catch. Like, literally, Tony Toe Tap. He got one foot in. It wouldn't have been an NFL catch, but I'm like, you know, who who cares? It's a, it's a call. I, like, you know, you got to be, you, you know, you got to help out a guy sometimes. Lined up inside. Lined up outside. Has that po- nice position versatility that I love in a wide receiver. Hold on. Let me also, let me say something to you, right? Hold on. You know, I was given, I, you know, I was given a lot of shit to this number 12 guy. Let me tell you something right now. This number 12 guy for Georgia is running around, throwing fr- fading left, throwing back across his body with a sharp pass. Guy's freaking hand, guys, one of the guys' butterfingers just let up a touchdown pass. I'm like, so this guy has had a really solid drive. Number 12 for Georgia. I don't know what the fuck his name is. I'm watching him. I'm like, this guy's awesome. Or more specifically, he's better than I thought. Guy's running around doing everything he can. Playing offense, being great. Number eight apparently is also a tight end who like chipped. And then as as soon as I talk about how awesome number twelve is, I think he just underthrew the crap out of this out of this pass here that would have given them the game tying touchdown and the go ahead as well. And check this thing out. Yeah, he had him wide open. Yep. May have put a little. No, the running back just didn't get his his head around, and it's and it's number thirty. I love number thirty. What is going on, guys? Are I can't even. I just saw number 12's last name, Vandergriff. Vandergriff. That's his name, Vandergriff. Number eight is now lined up as a tight end. Same play almost. Hey, oh my God, another drop pass on fourth down. People need to wake up. Meeks, 17, dropped an easy-ass touchdown. Wake up. Wake up. Not even a Georgia Bulldog fan are pissed off that Nick Saban didn't get his eighth championship. Pissed off. Pissed off about it. Pissed off. Hold on, let me say it like Pat McAfee. About it. 
sweet baby Jesus. Just went to a commercial break. I hope Stetson, it's bottom of the fourth quarter. They're probably not going to put in their starting quarterback. I hope they put in somebody. I hope they put in their starting defense. Let them beast and feast. I want to see that big boy, big guy, number 73, the left guard, big ass, big ass guard. I was like, who the hell is that? Big ass guard. Want to see him once again. See what happens. Again, sorry. I went off track once again. Talking about Kansas City. Talking about their draft needs because holy smokes, they need a lot of draft pick. They need a, they got to get some players now. Oh my God. It's a disaster of epic proportions down there in Kansas City. Uh, everybody's like, I remember I saw Peter, Peter Schrager's mock draft. He was like, <laughs> Kansas City's going to get two, two defensive draft picks. They're going to get George Karloftis and Kyler Gordon. And I'm like, Kansas City would be like Kansas City didn't care about their defense last year. They didn't care about their defense the year before. Why would they start caring about their defense when they lost one of their most important and impactful wide receivers on the football team? One of their most important and impactful offensive players. Why? Why? Telling me they would get two defensive players? They, they do need a corner. And like, after all that, I'm like, they, they, they do need a corner. They need a corner, but they also need another wide receiver. Like, it, everybody's like, they have a lot of awesome players or whatever. I mean, for me personally speaking, whenever I look at like, whenever I like look at, um, what is it? The Chiefs' offense, I'm like, how are they supposed to win games without, like, maybe not how are they supposed to win games, but how are they supposed to, like, how are they supposed to beat the Bills in the playoffs? Like, everybody's talking about Miko Hardman and all this other stuff, and I'm like, Juju, Juju is like, Juju's okay. I like Juju a lot, but Juju is not, like, this great wide receiver that is, um, is just this dominant force for the, um, damn. I saw, hold on. I got to talk about this. Cause I remember this guy. I'm just remembering all these Georgia guys nowadays. I remember I was watching this, this guy, his name is number four. He looks like this pass rushing linebacker, guy right and I'm watching and he's he's the stand-up guy he's the stand and by the way I just saw holy oh my god George's defense is all over their offense right now I do they were on their they were on and Stetson Bennett's playing thank god but their defense is all over their offense like shit on like stank on shit like Big 88 got penetrated, but it was mostly because it was it, it was a screenplay. And I mean, he he did almost freaking destroy that quarterback. And four for the Bulldogs defense, for the starting defense. Let me tell you something right now about this guy, number four. I thought he was coming out this year. I thought he co- was coming out. Let me tell you something. When I saw him play, I did not see Trayvon Walker play. Meaning that I thought in some cases... He had better film than Trayvon Walker, who is like the projected first overall pick. Like, 
Like now I'm like, now it's all coming back to me. I'm like, now I really, they just, they just freaking collapsed the pocket, stat, sack Stetson Bennett. I'm like, now I really got to watch this game again. I really got to watch this. And guess, and guess freaking who it was, who was there. Let me just make sure. Big 88. It was that freaking, I told you. It's like if all those, it's Big 88. I mean, he even gets like pushed down and shoved down and that was a sack. It's Big 88 among others that are there to freaking destroy sets and bet it. Let me tell you something right now. Big 88 is a handful. 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 Also monster. Oh, no, it wasn't Stetson Bennett. It was 15. My bad. Stetson Bennett's 13. I was like, they did they bench Stetson Bennett? Regardless, it's their starters. I don't care. Damn. I'm going to see more of the black on the red. Three minutes left. Anyway, I was like so distracted because I'm like I want to watch more. I mean, this is to me spring football. This is what spring football is all about. It's all about college. Damn. Anyways, um, <clears throat> back to uh, I mean, do do we really want to talk about draft needs? I feel like. The college football game that I'm watching right now is like way more fascinating and way more interesting than the draft picks. I'll just say this. I'll kind of go through this quickly. Kansas, I mean, they need an additional corner. I mean, that's obvious. They just lost Trevavius, whatever his first name is, Ward. They just lost Trevavius Ward. They didn't resign him. They may also need another safety because, yikes, they released Tyron Matthew and apparently... He would have taken the same contract that Justin Reed um, took. I don't think Kansas City cares. They're like, we didn't pick you. <laughs> we didn't pick you. We don't care. It's too late to apologize. It's too late. Twitter right now, by the way, because of how um, just disastrous my OCD is. I was just like, I can talk and I, I can multitask. But like, because of how disastrous my OCD was or is, it's like, I'm literally like on Twitter and I'm literally looking at people debate whether or not OG Nickelodeon, like if you're a millennial, you know it, what it is. It's like Ed, Ned, Nettie, the Powerpuff Girls, Ben 10, Codename Kids Next Door, Camp Lazo, Megas XLR, the Grim Adventures of Villain... Bill and uh, Mandy, Billy and Mandy, Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends, Cards the Cowardly Dog, like all of those TV shows. Like, would you rather be an OG Nickelodeon fan or excuse me, an O name? Oh my God, I'm screwing up. An OG Cartoon Network fan or an OG Nickelodeon fan? You know, Fairly Odd Parents, Rocket Power, Invader Swim, SpongeBob SquarePants, Rugrats, Danny Phantom, Hey Arnold, Jimmy Neutron, Avatar, Danny Phantom, Cat Dog, uh, My Life of a Teen, My Life as a Teenage Robot. Why, why aren't cartoons as good as like? I don't want to be like a boomer, but I'm like, I don't know why people aren't creating like cartoons anymore, like the way that they used to. 
Like, I don't know what the fuck is going on anymore. God, man. Like, looking at how many awesome cartoons I, I used to watch as a, as a kid, I'm like, now that I, like, now that anime is acceptable, I don't know why, like, I don't know why, like, people aren't interested in making awesome cartoons. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Now it's like everybody's fighting. They're now just bringing up all of these like OG TV shows. And I'm like, can, can we, can we make good cartoon TV shows, please? Even like Disney channel, bro. I was watching Kim possible today. I love Kim possible. I'm like, can we, can we do some more Kim possible, please? Damn. They had the proud family. They brought back the proud family and that's a fucking hit. I love the new proud family. I just wish they would release all of it. I don't know. Fuck. Oh, God, that's so sad. Anyways, um, Kansas, you know, like, like, you know, what else is sad? Freaking Kansas City's wide receiving court. That freaking makes me sad. That's sad. Um, moving on to the Chargers, man, Chargers are on paper. One of the best teams in the AFC. I don't care. The Chargers are like, to me, the Chargers are like one of those, the, the, to me, the Chargers are like the Cowboys, right? Like everybody talks about the Cowboys. I mean, I talk about the Cowboys as well. I'm not even going to don't. but like the Chargers are this team that like on paper is supposed to be one of the best teams in the NFL. And then they'll just let us down every single year. They let me down. I, I thought they were going to, to the playoffs like these last three years. And they just like, they have not gone to the playoffs these last three. Years. Or yeah, these last three years, Anthony Lynn's final year with the Chargers, Brandon Staley's first year. And he didn't, they both didn't go. Justin Fields, or I guess technically the last two years, maybe not the last. Like I thought that some of these guys would have gone to the playoffs by now. And it's like, here we are, Justin Herbert's third year. Wow, there are some super thick girls in the stands. I was like super surprised. I was like, I was like looking at these, um, <clears throat> I was like looking at like one of the quarterbacks for Georgia who's like on the bench. And then I just see all of these like girls in these mini skirts and their thighs. And I'm like, oh my God. There are some very, very beautiful women in Georgia. I apologize. I got really, really distracted. <clears throat> um, the Chargers. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> sorry. I, oh yeah, the uh, the the disaster that is the Chargers. I mean, look, they they need another offensive lineman. Okay, not a big fan of Storm Norton. Um. Cowboy fan here saw him get absolutely brutalized by Micah Parsons. Okay, that was like the first game Micah Parsons played defensive end full time, and um, it was one of his best games. <laughs> it was one of his best games, and um, he freaking destroyed Storm Norton. 
<clears throat> some teams didn't, admittedly. Like, some teams didn't take advantage of how terrible Storm Norton was and is. I don't really care. I really don't. They need another tackle for Justin Herbert. Um, especially considering that they did. They spent all the money. They got all the players on defense. They got Khalil Mack. They got freaking um, J.C. Jackson. And it's just like their defense is has the potential on paper to be elite. And it's like, we'll see. We'll see what happens with the Chargers. I constantly have them getting Jordan Davis, ironically enough, because I'm like, he's always around where they're drafting. I think they're drafting 17th, 18th overall. Like, he's always around there, and it's just like, I can only imagine putting him with, like, Khalil Mack and Joey Bosa and uh, Kenneth, uh, Kenneth Murray, like, all these really, really awesome football players and defensive linemen and linebackers and uh, the safety, Duran James, and it's just like, oh, sweet Jesus. It would, it, it's disastrous. It really is. Or potentially, like, Devontae Wyatt, but, I mean, I have Jordan. I love Jordan. Love Jordan Davis, just like how I love Big 88. Gosh, man. What like what like why is he not just why why is he not pass rushing on this play? They have him drop they have Big 88, who's probably their best offensive tackle. Oh my gosh. Let me tell you something, man. This number four guy, I mean, he's wearing a, a brace on his left arm. This number four guy is beating beating the crap out of whoever they line up against. I mean, it kind of looks like, I'll say this, it kind of looks like some of the Georgia defense is kind of like, like pulling back a little bit. Let me tell you something. I think number four just almost had a sack that he just gave up. He kind of just like pulled off. And Stetson Bennett's playing right now. I don't know what's going on with the Georgia football team. They're like rotating in quarterbacks. I, I don't understand it. Mm. Anyways. Um, Chargers. AFC's version of the Cowboys. We'll see what happens. Except, I don't like their coach as much, and I don't like their wide receiving core as much. I love their defense on paper. But it's like, weirdly enough, if you were like, which defense would I go with? I would probably, right now, I'd probably go with Dallas's. And the reason why is that I trust the coaching more than, for Dallas, more than I trust the coaching of the Chargers right now. I do not trust, I, I do trust, however, the players for the, um, as I just watched Stetson Bennett throw an interception. It's not his fault. Fucking wide receivers can't hold on to fucking footballs. But um, here's the thing. I do trust the players more so with um, with the Chargers defense than the Cowboys. And it's just because they have more players, right? Like it's essentially Trayvon Diggs and Micah Parsons for the Cowboys defense. And then for the Chargers, it's like Joey Bosa, Duran James, Kenneth Murray, freaking JC Jackson, uh, Khalil Mack. Like they just have way more players. Like, Dallas has two players that I'm like, oh, yeah, these are two of the best defensive players in the NFL. Like, the Chargers have, like, maybe five or six. Like, it's insane how many awesome players they have. 
We'll see what happens. Honestly, you want my honest opinion about it? Even with all these players, I still think Kansas City may be better than they are. And on top of that, I also think that the Broncos will just find a way to beat them. I just, I don't trust Brandon Staley. Even though it's like, we should be talking more about the Chargers as like a Super Bowl contender, in, in my opinion, with the firepower that they added on defense and the two wideouts that they have, Mike Williams and Keenan Allen on offense. I'm like, I feel like they should be a Super Bowl contender, but they're not. They're just like, it's it's like the Cowboys, right? It's like where it's like, do you feel that the Cowboys are a Super Bowl contender? They have two of the best defensive players in the NFL, one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL, a really, really awesome wide receiving core when healthy. Do you consider the Cowboys a playoff? Not a playoff contender, excuse me, but a Super Bowl contender. We'll see. We'll see. Finally... Actually, we've got two more teams. We've got the Broncos and the Raiders. Broncos need to figure out their offensive line. Their offensive line is atrocious. I mean, they got Russ, and it's going to be hard because they got Russ. But it's like their their offensive line, bro, is so terrible. It's god-awful. They have, like, the wide receivers. They have the running game. They don't have the offensive line at all. Everybody's like... You, you may you may um, tell me, well, what about Noah Fant? And I'm like, what about Noah Fant? Like, Noah Fant really didn't develop into the tight end. Like, he didn't develop into, like, a top 10 guy. It's time with Denver, and you can definitely put that on the quarterback, sure. But um, we'll see what happens with tight I'm not worried about tight end. Like, if you have enough wide receivers, like, tight end is a luxury piece. If you have the wide receivers, you're fine. Damn, that number 12... Just threw an absolute missile against Georgia's defense. It's like their B-team defense. It's not their starters. Damn. Hold on. I, I can't wait to watch this game again. I cannot wait to watch this game again. Cannot wait to watch four for Georgia, who may be like their best defense, one of their best defensive linemen in 88, just like, absolutely destroy things um sorry i'm getting really distracted by this football game broncos they need an offensive line potentially another corner i love randy gregory so they're fine there with bradley chubb and randy and um maybe an additional linebacker i love justin simmons the free safety ironically enough the broncos were kind of are kind of like a sleeping giant here you know they get like one more guy for Russ, like one more offensive lineman for Russell Wilson. Really, it's like two, maybe three guys. My opinion, they probably should have been in the Lael Collins sweepstakes a little bit more, if you want my honest opinion about it. Like if they got Lael Collins and they paired him with Russell Wilson and then they got somebody, I'm like, mm, okay, that's interesting. I'm like, what's their draft pick? They sucked last year, so it's pretty high in the second round. So, you know... Everybody's talking about Kenyon Green falling in the second round. Let me tell you something right now. Zion Johnson, Kenyon Green, Tyler Linderbaum, any of those names fall and the Broncos get them. Look out. Look out. Um, anyways, sorry for saying um so much. Broncos need another offensive lineman. Not another. They need like two or three. 
Broncos also need like another corner, potentially another lineman. Not a lineman, a linebacker. Raiders, final team. You know what's interesting about the Raiders? Just like the Chargers, I don't believe in the Raiders. Raiders have had a pretty successful offseason, right? Where it's like they pair their awesome pass rusher of, uh, of Max Crosby with another awesome pass rusher in Chandler Jones. And it's just like, oh, you would think that they're like, you know, a, a really, really deep playoff contender. Their front seven is decent. You know, it's actually pretty good. It's pretty good last year. And I mean, they don't have a, like a great safety core. They have a good, they have a great linebacker. I'll say that good to great. They need like an additional corner and their wide receiving core is fine. It's great. Devontae Adams, Hunter Renfro, as your one and your three, you don't really care about the two because Darren Waller can play all the positions. And uh, they probably... They probably need... Okay, I got to talk about this. I have not seen the new HBO series about the Lakers. Apparently, it's pretty inflammatory. Apparently, like, everybody, like, it's a biopic. It's, like, a actor's interpretation of, like, what's going on with the Lakers in the 80s. I'm not going to lie to you. Like, I'm kind of not surprised by some of the stuff that they're saying in it, if you want my honest opinion about it. Called Winning Times. Winning Time. I, I kind of now want to watch it. I wasn't going to watch it, but considering how pissed off it's making everybody, I'm like, oh, I kind of got to watch this. It's pretty truthful. Again, it's like they, they're rotating in quarterbacks. So weird. I hate this so much. I hate it. I hate it so much. What is Kirby doing? They're not rushing big 88. I want them to rush big 88. You want, you want to know, you want like my honest opinion about it. Big 88. Literally borderline. Like everybody talks about Jordan Davis can pass rush. This motherfucker can pass rush. Like, this guy, big fucking 88, can rush the passer, and he can kind of like two-gap, like a nose tackle. This motherfucker, big motherfucker, 88. I mean, goodness gracious. I mean, he is Carter, 88. I just saw his nameplate. Again, I'm listening to the, I'm watching the game on mute. This, this dude's a fucking monster. And they're not even, pat this. you want to know the annoying thing is, they're not even using him. This makes me want to cry. They're not even using him right now to pass rush. They're using him as like a spy where he just drops back and he watches the quarterback essentially go through his progression. And he's supposed, because so big, oh, he just like swats the ball down. And I'm like, it, it's just like Kirby, just rush him. Just rush him. Oh my God. He just got there. He got there. That's a sack. That's a sack. They ran like a, a twist with him on the inside. He, he freaking 
got off the guard, just explosive, just freaking got inside the chest of the offensive lineman, just freaking had a nice swing move. Great bend for a defensive tackle, and that's a sack. He put up his hands. He's like, this is a sack. Not trying to destroy Stetson Bennett tonight. And the wide receiver still dropped the pass, by the way. Stetson Bennett got it off. Wide receivers dropping back. I'm, I'm more interested in 88. This, this is the new Aaron Donald. This is probably the best offensive prospect I've seen ever. Oh, my God. It's like, it's ironic. It's like, we're talking about the draft, and he's not going to be drafted until... You're going to hear this guy, Carter, 88. Mark my word, circle the date. Uh, uh, you know, I... 35 seconds left. I'm going to pause the game here. I'm just going to say this about the Raiders. Raiders need an additional defensive. Uh, Raiders need more help on the offensive line. They need, um, it, like, I don't, I don't really care about the Raiders. I want to watch more of Carter. Ra Raiders, they're not. I, I don't know what the Raiders are. I don't know if they're going to be a playoff team. They have a new head coach, new GM. Derek Carr just got a big contract. We'll see what happens. Um, I'm not going to lie. I don't really care. I'm more interested in this guy, number 88. I mean, oh. Holy shit. Powerful. It's like the left guard. The left guard, He first and foremost, yeah, the left guard got his hands on him. And he still got off the block. I mean, I don't know what's the term where you... Don't where you prevent somebody from ank from like anchoring you. Like there's a term in like offensive line, it's called being an anchor, where it's like you get your feet into the dirt and you just don't get moved. This guy is moving guards. He's moving guards like cheap furniture out there. Just moving guards. 14 get lined up. I don't, you got 26 seconds. You're in 20, you're in two-minute drill. Pass rusher. Oh my god, he just had a speed rush. And there's another sack. That's P.I. But I'm like, there's another sack. He pulled up because he's like, I don't want to sack my quarterback. Great teammate. He's like, I don't want to destroy him. But he's like, it's a sack. I'm like, he's gotten like two sacks on this drive. They run a blitz and they just don't pick him up. And he pulls up to not hurt Stetson Bennett. Second sack I've seen of this drive. This drive should have been over. Sweet, I can't, I'm going to take so many notes. I can't wait. I cannot wait. I'm so excited. It's going to be like I, I'm a great kid on Christmas. Going to watch Alabama, then I'm going to watch Georgia. It's like 16 seconds left in the ball game. I'm so excited. Jesus Christ. I'm watching Georgia's cheerleaders. This is the one time in my entire life where I don't want to see cheerleaders. Get the cheerleaders off. I'm interested in the Jesus Christ, that girl has some thighs on her. I'm interested in Big 88 and his thighs, his big ass and his big thighs. Jesus Christ. Also, number four, one of my favorite players is out there as well. 88 is, and they're, they're like, let's give him a break. And then this big guy, number 96, takes over that stupid position where they don't rush him. They freaking drop that big fat ass in a coverage. And I'm like, that's not 88, that's 96. It's not Carter out there, Science 6. Can we get 88 in? Another rep. Get, get him in. Call timeout. Call timeout. I want to call timeout. 
They're like, 9-6, figure it out. Nope, 88, they said, get your... 88, this, this is the difference for everybody out there that's like, Jordan Davis... Jordan Davis is an awesome defensive prospect or whatever. He can pass rush. He can do everything that you want. No, he cannot. He can only two-gap. He cannot gap penetrate. He has no bend. He has no speed. He has no burst. 88 may be the new Aaron Donald. Carter may be the new Aaron Donald. Well, I'll see. I'll watch a lot of Georgia. Roll Tide. Roll Tide. But I'll watch some Georgia. I mean, they're running like... Oh, sweet cheese. Oh, God. They just ran another twist with him where he went from one A-gap to another. And let me tell you something. Blew this guard off his spot. I mean, halfway, half, half, halfly because the guard didn't see him coming. But still, destructive. Score a touchdown. You got six seconds left. I don't like ties. Hey, son. Jesus Christ. That's a Bennett had to get the ball off quickly. Looks like the black team is going to win. Absolute, red, absolute, just awesome day for the red team. Red defense. Excuse me. They're sending out their kicker to ruin my fun. 88 gonna block the uh the field goal here oh no he missed it did he miss it no he did after giving it the go ahead anyways sorry that this was such a uh at the end of the podcast such a georgia versus georgia freaking i don't know what it was oh my god what a what a fantastic game georgia Georgia's got some fucking players. I'll say that. But they don't play Alabama in the regular season like they did last year. I mean, they didn't play them in the regular season last year as well, but I mean, you know what I mean. They played them in the SEC championship game, and then they played them in the uh what is it? And then they played them in the uh what is it? In the natty. Hold on, let me plug in my computer. We'll talk about draft stuff in a couple of seconds. Um, let me uh, let me play a song as I like plug in my computer again. We're not going to end the podcast here. We're kind of just getting started. Oh shit, it's logic. Can I have a picture? They don't give a damn. Soon as they see me, they clench the device that's in their hand. Don't even say hello or like, can I get one for the gram? That's when I be like, fuck no, but you can shake my hand. Let's have a conversation, talk about life man to man. You disappointed, I can read your body language like a paragraph. Logic, yeah, that's cool and all, but I much prefer a photograph. I mean, can I have a photograph? Goddamn, all these people nowadays is so unusual. They grab the snap a pic with you to get more likes than usual. Then have a conversation back in the basement with no placement couldn't never fathom talking to my favorite rapper that I'm way just an entity my dna not my identity finding serenity become a better man i better be for the child and my baby mama's stomach never crummy sorry uh, i'm not sorry so i had this uh i'll play song kind of in the background a little bit Watching this like Mel Kiper thing with like Todd McShay, 
where they had like all three of the uh their first their first um all three of the uh the first three rounds excuse me of the draft available and i was like just kind of interested in seeing like uh like some of their stuff here sorry for the gum cracking and stuff like that hold on dvr just apparently just does not want to I cannot wait to criticize the uh, the crap out of this draft, but I think this I actually was going to do this um, on my own, and I started to watch it, and I was just like, this is the most boring thing I've ever seen in my entire life. I don't know why uh, ESPN thought to put this on, but Jesus Christ, this was th this is it. Okay, let me see what they got here. They're at uh, pick twenty. I'm not gonna. I'm, I'm not gonna keep you here. Okay. All right. I'm already seeing stuff that I like. Already seeing stuff that I like. I love it. Boom. They just got somebody that I absolutely love for the Carol for the Arizona Cardinals. Love that pick. Love the pick for the Packers as well. They got another stud. Oh, why? Why the fuck? And then they just get somebody that I despise. God, man. What a disgrace. What a disgrace. I'm, I mean, no. No. This is why I'm here. This is why I'm here to tell you what's good and what's bad. Some people are like, I don't give a, I don't want, to, I don't want to tell you how I think. I'm like, well, I want to tell you how you, how you should think because you probably don't watch hundreds of players a year and you probably have no idea what any of these players are and you're probably going to go someplace and they're going to tell you how to think anyways but they're not going to do it as direct i'm way more direct about telling you how to think people aren't other people aren't i'm very direct rewinding the song song some people are like don't tell people how to think i'm like i'll tell you how to think my job but my job isn't supposed to tell you how to think. Oh, okay. That's a great idea. Hold on. I'm like, I'm trying to figure out when they like take some of these. What? This doesn't make any sense. Let's wow. Oh, God. It's like an hour and 30 minutes of just like crap that I'm just like having to fast forward through. And I thought that they were like, I thought that they were going to go through the first round way faster than this. They have not. Even I don't spend this long on a first. I spend like maybe 30 to 40 minutes. They turned it. They turned 30 to 40 minutes of content into an hour and a half of just crap. Here we go. So. First three picks are all defensive ends who I like. Aiden Hutchinson goes number one to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Trayvon Walker, number two to the Lions. Number three, Kavion Thibodeau to the Texans. Then this is where things get really, really wonky. Uh, Ahmad Gardner to the Jets at number four. Evan Neal would have been better. Uh, Giants get Akeem Aquanu. That's great. That's fine. At five. Panthers, because they need another quarterback, they get Malik Willis at six. Jermaine Johnson goes seventh overall, and I'm like, everybody, like, I don't know why he's so coveted. Everybody's like, well, he did great at the Senior Bowl and at the Combine, and I'm like, that's not good enough. 
Like there's, like for some weird reason, George Karloftis has fallen off the proverbial cliff, and I'm like, Jermaine Johnson in the top ten is incorrect. Garrett Wilson at eighth overall to the Atlanta Falcons. My first and final, my first question would be, no quarterback. And then I'm like, oh yeah, they're tanking next year for Bryce Young or uh, CJ Stroud. I would, if I was the owner, I would definitively tell the head coach. I'm like, uh, maybe we want to pull back. I would, I would probably try and be like, hey, win as many games as you pop. I, I would tell him like, what do you need? Because maybe he can make something out of Kenny Pickett or if Malik Willis is there, Malik Willis. But I'm like, hey bro, uh, I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm like, Bryce Young is coming down the pipeline Carter number big 88 coming down I, I don't know man it's tempting Evan Neal goes ninth overall to the uh, to the Seattle Seahawks Drake London terrible pick 10th overall to the Jets safety Kyle Hamilton great pick goes to the uh, Washington football team Derek Stingley terrible pick 12th overall to the Vikings yeah and it's one of those things where I'm just like who needed an offensive lineman? Because Charles Cross goes 12th overall. I'm like, yeah, like one of those teams. I feel like, I, I don't know. I actually, I feel like it's not like ridiculous. Ravens get the cornerback Trent McDuffie. Why? They have Marlon Humphreys and Marcus Peters. They were both hurt. Like, guys, do your research. Jamison Williams goes 15th overall to the Eagles. Love it. Trevor Penning, 16th overall to the, uh, to the Saints. Again, figure out a trade or something like that. I, I don't like that at all. I don't like how they have two picks and stuff. Uh, Jordan Davis goes to the Chargers. I have him going to the Chargers as well. He's too good for their defense to pass up. Daxton Hill goes to the Eagles at 18th too early, especially when you could have gotten a linebacker here, like a great linebacker. Like I'm looking at their board. N'Kobe Dean goes to the Patriots at 21st overall, but still I, I would have him over Daxton Hill. Chris Olave goes 19th overall to the Saints, which is kind of a weird pick. Because he's kind of a slot receiver, and Mike Thomas is a slot receiver. I don't know. Traylon Burks is like a slot receiver as well. He's like a big slot. I don't know. It's it's a it's a weird selection. I mean, Kenny Pickett, quarterback, goes 20th overall to the Steelers, which is fine. Again, Nicobe Dean goes to the uh, the Patriots at 21st overall. Love that pick for the Patriots, especially and specifically because they're missing Deontay Hightower. They didn't re-sign him. He's gone. Christian Watson, wide receiver out of NDSU, goes to the Packers, who I was like, chef's, quiz, chef's kiss, mwah, beautiful. Beautiful pick. 23rd overall, Traylon Burks. Love Traylon. This is the pick that I was like, yes, 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 yes. He should go there. Uh, he goes to the Carolina, not Carolina, Arizona Cardinals at 23rd, 24th. Dallas Cowboys get Arnold in a, uh, I don't even know what it, what his name is. He's the pass rusher out of Penn State. I'm like, he's not a first rounder. I don't know what we're doing. And he's not better than George Karloftis or Devontae Wyatt. They don't have Kenyon Green or Tyler Linderbaum in the first round, which is a absolute joke. And it's just like Dallas would have selected him there. Andrew Booth Jr., awesome corner out of Clemson, goes to the Bills. I don't, like, steal. Zion Johnson goes to the Titans at number 26. Devontae Wyatt, awesome pass rusher. 
um three technique defensive tackle goes to the bucks at 27th overall that's um, amazing for them george carl loftus goes 28th overall to the green bay packers which is another like really really awesome addition uh for the packers i mean if you pause the music if you told me this i would be so pissed off seeing that the packers got christian watson and george carl loftus i would be and then the bucks got Devonte wyatt and then freaking um the bills got andrew booth jr i'm like what did we do in the first half of the draft you know it's like it's it's a weird philosophy where we don't believe in getting some of the best players in the draft um jahan dotson goes to the kansas city chiefs awesome wide receiver um is there anyone else i mean they took christian watson uh, alec pierce i feel like is better 30th uh david ajabo why or his achilles you don't know the, his injury recovery uh window he goes to the chiefs as well devin lloyd the linebacker out of utah why goes to the goes to the Bengals. it's like what I, I don't understand he goes to the Bengals, and it's like Kenyon green tyler linderbaum oh my god if tyler smith is so awesome why don't you go ahead and get them they have both the tylers that are available and they don't select either one of them their mock draft is boring it's predictable it's mcshay and um mel kuiper it's mcshay and kuiper anyways i'm peacing out for tonight i am very very excited to watch georgia and alabama Ooh, i'm so excited i'm so excited and i just can't hide it see you tomorrow more football more fun ladies and gentlemen right here 24th podcast yeah that's cool and all but i much prefer a photograph i mean can i have a photograph